Hey everyone, on this episode, I have the pleasure of interviewing the global product manager of Hydro Systems, Scott Campbell. This show is packed with information on everything you need to know about chemical dilution equipment. And without further ado, let's start the show. Another episode of Doltmeyer Radio, and today I've got a special guest, Scott Campbell with Hydro Systems. Scott, welcome to the show. I'm glad to be here. Thanks, Drew. Yeah. Before we jump into all the hydro and the chemical solutions, why don't you just tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Yeah, a little bit of background on myself. I'm Scott Campbell. I'm a product manager for Hydro Systems. Been here for about five years doing the product management role. And a little bit of background about Hydro Systems. We're a global leader in the design and production of chemical dilution equipment. We focus in different areas and environments like facility cleaning. So basically, if you go to a hotel or hospital, you see our equipment there for chemical dilution. We also focus in chemical dilution solutions for premise and industrial laundries. Focus on dilution solutions for a kitchen, farm, and we're also making a concerted effort to do more in the area of car wash. Yeah, we're going to so, dive into that car wash here today. How many years Hydro Systems have been in business? How long have they been around? Yeah, so going back to the 60s, uh, Hydro Systems focused on pressure washers at that time. And over the course of a couple of decades, they've moved more towards their core competency of chemical dilution. So we've been in business since the 60s. And we're actually part of a company called Dover Corporation. Specifically, there's a group called uh, PSG, which stands for Pump Solutions Group, which we're a part of. But uh, we've got a billion-dollar company backing us up, and basically we're set for a lot of growth when it comes to chemical solutions going into the future. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's, it's really impressive as far as how many applications you guys cross over. Very true, very true. And then we, obviously, when it comes to market share, we're very, very good on the facility cleaning side. We're taking those applications that we know very well in the spaces of laundry, wear wash, and, and kitchen, as well as a physically moving into car wash now. And if you were to say, Scott, I don't put you on the spot or anything like that, but if you were to say what sets hydro systems apart from, from all the others, what, what would that be? Yeah, when it comes to the value proposition related to chemical dilution, what we're able to do is come up with a solution that solves a problem in the marketplace by going to the customer, the end user, and figuring out what problems that they have, and then coming up with a solution that's unique to their challenge, and being able to show them that if they purchase our product, they purchase our solution, they'll fix their problem, but also be able to not only fix the problem, but also make sure that that solution will stay in place for years to come. That's good. You, you get the product, but you also get the support, right? Exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah, I know that. We are going to talk a little bit about the car wash. There's a big car wash show that's coming up here in May, the International Car Wash Association that's coming up in May. So are you going to be out there, Scott? Are you, are you going to be at the show? Yeah, so Dover Corporation, we have a couple of car wash companies that have been acquired through the years, uh, PDQ, Bellinger. They will have booths at that show. We'll have our solutions in those booths as well. The idea is for Dover Corporation, we want to show all the solutions that we have available and be able to show the end user that, hey, when you come to Dover, we can give you a full car wash system if you want, or we can come up with a couple of pollution solution just for your application. I think we're going to have a 
a little pop-up model at the Doltmeyer booth, so we'll definitely represent Hydro at the show. Let's jump in real quick here, Scott, to some of these questions that a lot of people want to want to know about, right? So in regards to the chemical dilution equipment, how often does it have to be proactively maintained or replaced? Yeah, so that's one of the most common questions we get when it comes to chemical dilution equipment for car wash is that how do I know when I should replace something that's been in service for a year, two years, whatever? What I don't want to do is have downtime on my car wash, which results in the inability to be able to get revenue. So we primarily focus in on water-driven pumps, mm-hmm. and car wash, but also low-pressure venturi as well. So it really depends in terms of maintenance schedule on how often it's used, number one, but number two, how long the product has been in service and seeing that chemistry that's being asked to dilute. And to start, when we start with water drum pumps, number one, it really comes down to the number of cycles the water drum pump actually sees. The cycles determined by how many times the piston inside the pump goes up and down to be able to pull the chemical into the water as the water goes through the pump. So many pumps are rated by cycle count. So basically, we've got pumps that go uh, as, much, as many as 62 million cycles before they have to be correctly maintained. But a common car wash sees a couple million cycles of that pump if used 12 hours a day, 365 days a year. So the number of cycles really determines how much you have to be able to maintain the product. But for Venturi low pressure, like the float valves that we offer, yep. really depends on how much the, the cycles that it sees as well, um, because some of these float valves can go about 300,000 cycles. Oh, the cycles determined by how often it pulls water and then chemical to be able to put that into a container for use in the car wash. But also, it, proactive maintenance depends on number of years. So if a chemical sees a float valve for two or three years, the seals inside that float valve really become worn and chemical compatibility comes, becomes a question. So when it comes to flow valves, you pretty sh- for the most part, you should be able to replace those flow valves every two or three years. Yeah, that makes sense. And besides them hearing this information on this podcast, is there information where they can they can grab on the internet, on online, on the on the website there, Scott? Yeah, absolutely. When it comes to service manuals, um, Beltmeyer, they do a very good job of representing hydro systems in the marketplace. So you can go to the Beltmeyer website in order to be able to for the float valves or wide drove pumps, figure out what the maintenance schedule are because they're in the they're in the service manuals that are associated with our products. Mm-hmm. You can also go to www.hydrosystemco.com, look at our products and figure out what the maintenance schedules are for the different products by looking at the service manuals. Okay, very good. Let's move on to this next question in regards to trends in the marketplace, right? So what are some of the, the chemistry trends that are underway and how are chemical dilution equipment manufacturers aligned with some of those trends. Right. So the trend that we're seeing in car wash is that there's a move to hyperconcentrates, meaning that you have to be able to take that chemistry, mix it with water and ratios of 1,500 to 1, water to chemical ratio, 2,000 to 1, mm. 2,500 to 1. And so that's a big trend that chemical dilution equipment manufacturers have to be able to respond to. A lot of the current equipment today cannot be used at those low ratios. And huh. the reason why the hyperconcentrates are becoming more important in car wash is that chemical companies 
but they have been moving away from are these 55-gallon drums of chemistry that they ship from point A to point B. Um, the customer doesn't want to pay shipping on 55-gallon drums. So basically, these chemical companies, they are introducing two-gallon boats, for mm. example, okay. hyper-concentrates, which decrease the transportation costs because you're only shipping kind of concentrate instead of concentrate plus water. But the challenge that you have is with these two-gallon boats, you have to have pollution equipment that could be able to accommodate the really, really low lean concentrations. The equipment today, as I said, it doesn't really work very well sure. with those type of concentrates. So what chemical companies have had to do is work along with us, the manufacturers of the equipment, to be able to utilize our equipment with those type of concentrates. So a trend that we're seeing for chemical pollution is moving away from Venturi tips and going more towards what we call ultra-lean discs, or okay. ULDs. Okay. Uh, ULD, if you can imagine this, instead of having a st- standard tip that's really low di- diameter, which could become clogged with dirt, for example, yeah. uh, ultra-lean disc opens up the path which the chemistry goes through when it is utilized with water and mixed in a tote or a, or a bin for use in the car wash. Hmm. That ULD has a larger through hole, which decreases the chance for clogged dirt, but it's a circuitous or a torturous path the chemistry has to go through. And when it does the venturi effect with the water, you basically get these really, really lean concentrations. So wow. these companies that are reacting to the hyperconcentrates from a chemical pollution equipment manufacturing standpoint understand the trend in the marketplace that you have to be able to accommodate those lean, lean dilutions. Yeah, that's definitely, you got to be up with those trends, right, Scott? If not, you get left behind, buddy. That's right. And the thing that you don't want to do is have a piece of equipment that you sell in the marketplace that's used by these car wash end users, and the end user, after installing it two days later, it fails. What you want to do is have a good reputation in the marketplace by looking at the trends so you offer product that makes sense. Yeah, and that's that's absolutely the truth right there. Speaking of these uh, these car wash, what? let's just put it for example here. And someone's designing car wash chemical dilution system. What are some things that they need to consider? You know, specific new equipment, uh, replacing equipment. What are some of the factors? With if you're a car wash designer and you're starting with the clean sheet of paper, the thing you have to understand about chemical dilution equipment is that not all equipment is designed the same. So basically, you have to look at different factors when you're designing a self-serve model or a bay wash or even a tunnel wash is the fact that you have to consider how the chemical pollution equipment handles water pressure fluctuations. You have to understand, is the equipment compatible with different chemistries? That'll be shown in the car wash. In car washes, depending on the time of the season, there are different chemistries that are used. And obviously, as you go through the car wash from beginning to end, different chemistries are used at different times, whether it's the pre-wash, the detergent, or the final clean. So you have to make sure that the chemical dilution equipment can respond to those different chemistries as you go through the car wash, the different cycles, but also at different times of the year. Also, you have to figure out, hey, how often do I want to maintain that equipment? If I'm okay with six months, I might go with the cheaper piece of equipment. If I would want to do maintenance for a couple of years, you have a more expensive piece of equipment. And finally, the operating conditions are important. What is the water flow rate that you have to be able to utilize with the chemical dilution equipment? What chemical dilution ratios do you want to meet with your equipment? What's the water pressure? And then wow. basically, how often does the equipment operate? There is no singular piece of equipment for chemical dilution that's utilized across all different car washes. 
you see low pressure venturi next to high pressure venturi next to water drum pumps in the same car wash certain technologies do better in certain applications and the ultimate end goal i guess you could say for all companies is to have one type of chemical pollution equipment that could be used across everything but we're not there yet Maybe soon, Scott. Maybe soon. But I tell you what, it's amazing to me how much thought needs to come into, you know, setting something up like that, like the design and everything. Do you guys get, I mean, you in particular, do you get asked to consult on some of these designs? So the channel to market for the chemical pollution equipment is usually through distributors. We work very closely with a lot of distributors that spec in our equipment. We constantly get questions from these distributors about the operating conditions inside a car wash. But really where we come into play is that whenever we design a piece of equipment, we make sure we field test it first to make sure that it can work in the application. Sure. So whenever we get consulted on for the right piece of equipment, we can lean on many hours of field testing of the new product to make sure that they're buying the right product. So consultation is a big part of it. It's also making sure that you have a good reputation by doing the field test before you introduce a new product. Sure, sure. Let's stay with this car wash application for right now. And as it relates to it, right, what are some of the biggest challenges that chemical dilution equipment will encounter? And what is being done by companies to design their equipment to successfully operate in those conditions, Scott? Yeah, I would say the biggest challenges are, number one, the chemical compatibility because the chemistries are changing, but also two, water fluctuations. So chemical compatibility, you have to make sure that you have the right elastomers, the right plastics that can be used with a wide variety of different chemistries. The, the challenge that you have is, as I said earlier, the chemical companies, they do a really good job of marketing their chemistries to the car washes, mm -hmm. but the car washes, they will use their the different chemistries without really thinking about the chemical pollution equipment and the effect that it has on the chemical pollution equipment. So the chemical pollution equipment manufacturers have to overthink things when they design the equipment. And so we do a lot of laboratory testing of compatibility with all the different chemistries that are in the marketplace. But that's a challenge, being able to think like a car wash operator to make sure you happen to have compatibility with all your different chemistries, with sure. all your different chemical pollution equipment. Um, but water pressure fluctuations is a big problem. Most car washes use public water. During the course of the day, the water pressure changes. Oh. The thing you have to realize that when it comes to chemical dilution equipment, you want to have the dilution equipment see a static pressure when okay. it comes to how it operates. Not dynamic. The, not dynamic. So you don't want to be a car wash pressure changing from maybe 30 PSI to 50 PSI during the course of the day. Like, for example, during the, during the day, you might see 40 PSI, but then everybody goes home at night for dinner. The water pressure oh, is sure. 30 PSI because everybody's running the water at the same time. What you want to do as a chemical pollution manufacturer is make sure the equipment sees the same pressure all the time. Mm. So you want the chemical pollution equipment that can sense the pressure fluctuations, have it act as an inline pressure regulator at okay. times, and keep the water pressure in the neighborhood of 40 PSI to ensure that you have consistent chemical pollution. That, that's the key thing to overcome that change. You got to keep your eye on that. You got to keep an eye on that, Scott. You don't know. You don't want that thing to change there. <laughs> right. And then the chemistries in car wash are becoming more expensive. You know what I mean? And require tighter dilution, accuracy control. What is being done to help chemistry providers hit their target accuracy, Scott? 
Yeah, obviously we talked earlier about the field testing. That is a key thing. The proof is in the pudding to be able to show that your equipment has tight pollution control. But it, the thing is, with the, with the car wash end user, you don't want to waste chemistry or you don't want to underwash a car because if you happen to have the right chemical dilution accuracy, you as the owner of that car wash has to take the car, run it through again, free of charge, and you're wasting money there. But if you over dilute, you're wasting chemistry and that hurts your bottom line. Sure. And so what chemical companies are doing a better job of is having a tighter control over dilution accuracy. If you can have plus minus 10% in okay. terms of chemical dilution accuracy, that, that's outstanding. And the way that we're doing this and to go a little bit, uh, Outside the box in terms of how we're accomplishing this is we're bringing in, speak on behalf of hydro systems, we're bringing in individuals from engineering backgrounds that are from the aerospace industry, that are from the car making industry, hmm. even um, some other industries that they live on the tight tolerancing. Okay. So they're able to take some tools that they've learned in other, in other industries like DFMEA, DVPNRs, uh, Utilize these different tools to be able to focus in on improving dilution accuracy and implementing that in how our products work. So it's all about learning from different industries from the engineering standpoint, using those really good principles and making sure those those principles are worked into our design to be able to get to that chemical dilution accuracy. But yeah, chemical dilution accuracy, in addition to the water pressure fluctuation challenge, but also the chemical compatibility challenge, we consider all those with the design of our equipment. But it starts with having the engineers be able to come in from other industries, take the tools that they know from those other industries, and utilizing them for good design metrics here. It's amazing how different applications can be cross, like just like how you know you're talking about experts from different fields and, and bringing that knowledge and, and transferring it over. It's, it's amazing how it can intermesh like that. You know what I mean? Exactly right. And just because an engineer or even someone in product management doesn't have the 25, 30 years of experience with car wash. There's certain things that you can learn in other industries, whether it's the hydraulics market, it's uh, the aerospace market, that you can bring to car wash, but you can actually take those principles and make car wash even better because of the fact that you're thinking outside the box in terms of things that may not have been thought of before. That's it right there. That's the, in a nutshell, think outside the box. That's, uh, right. I got to tell the kids that all the time. Think outside the box, you know, color outside the lines a little bit, but they try to keep it all within, you know, they, that's what they're taught. But here at Doltmeyer, we probably carry, I don't know, over hundreds of, of products from Hydro from, you know, the, the chemical injectors that we've been talking about, mixing valves, the, you know, liquid proportionators. Give me some of your insight of new products that you guys are developing right now that you're excited about here, Scott. Yeah, so obviously we recently made an acquisition of a company based in Spain called Dosatech. This brings laundry, industrial laundry, into the fold for us. Um, the product that is under the Dosatech umbrella, it is used for multi-washers, uh, industrial washers. So basically think about this. You go to Las Vegas, a lot of hotels, they don't do their own laundry on their own premises. They actually send it out to a third party to do. Huh. So these large industrial washers, they require the washing of thousands of pounds of linens at one time. Oh, my gosh. We offer the equipment that can add chemistry to water at different points of the washing cycle. But that equipment can be controlled and can be viewed remotely using what we call uh, HydroConnect. 
HydroConnect is uh, cloud technology, which allows the end user to know exactly what's going on with their chemical release equipment at all times. So wow. that is a big thing that we're focusing in on, and we're trying to take that technology and put it into facility cleaning as well as car wash. So that this this idea of being able to always monitor the situation remotely is a key thing that chemical pollution users are going to want to do in all the different applications. Yeah, that's pretty amazing right there. And I think that you hit the nail on the head when it comes to visibility, transparency, just from the end user to, to know, hey, we've got a problem, right? Like, and, and you see in real time that there's something going on rather than at the end of the day and you're like, oh, shoot, something happened. And then you, you're scrambling. So that cloud technology, that's pretty sweet right there, Scott. Yeah, we're excited about it, and there's no stopping us in terms of going to the future with taking that type of work and putting it into different technologies. So Hydrosystems, as we develop new technologies, we're going to work closely with Daltmar to be able to have Daltmar utilize our equipment for their end users and to be able to use uh, utilize the HydroConnect in different markets, environments, as well as that. Yeah, I'm excited to see that thing uh, continue to, to grow here in this new year. And speaking of which... I know earlier this year on the website, you posted a, a blog on the outlook for uh, 2022. And I, I don't know if everyone had a chance to read it, but I read it. And I, and I really did enjoy that there, Scott. But maybe you can kind of give the listeners your outlook and you know talk about you know the transparency, obviously, you mentioned the supply chain strain that's been going on, everyone's been affected by, and as well as the labor shortage. Maybe, maybe you can touch on where you see hydro systems and, and the market in general here in the near term and, and maybe possibly, you know, two, three years out. Yeah, so getting on some of these key items, number one, labor shortage is definitely a challenge for everybody. I'm trying to get the right people in the right roles at the right time. It's been challenging. I talked about HydroConnect and because of the fact that you can utilize the ability to monitor things remotely without having to physically be there on site. You can utilize supervision skills using hydro systems and many different pieces of equipment remotely. That helps out with the labor shortage because if you're utilizing a piece of equipment from hydro systems that has IoT capability, you can use less people in order to be able to do the same amount of work. So labor shortages, we're seeing it in terms of our manufacturing facilities and everybody else is seeing it in terms of getting the right people but our, utilizing the right equipment can reduce the amount of time and people that you need in order to be able to do the same amount of work going forward. Supply chain challenges, definitely a challenge. Uh, we have products that utilize plastics. Mm. Obviously, the plastic costs are being sure. adversely affected by the price of oil. Also, um, we have a lot of electronics products that we're running into some challenges with chip shortages. Mm. Um, and then also um, stainless steel products, we have some stainless steel, and because of the challenges that you have with the Ukraine-Russia conflict right now, the price of nickel is going up, and we're threatening into some challenges trying to buy the right <laughs> stainless steel at the right price at the right time. <laughs> so that, we have some supply chain challenges there, too. But yeah, everybody's got the same challenges. It's sure. not new news. I'll look for 2022, though, because of the fact that we're seeing more people travel, which is good for chemical dilution equipment in general because a lot of chemical dilution equipment, we're using those in industrial lotteries, we're using those in facility cleaning applications like in hotels. Yeah. The more people travel, the more people will utilize hotel rooms, more cleaning will happen. So we're pretty optimistic about that. Also, the car wash market, 
it continue on this crazy run that we've seen the last couple of years. Yeah, that's true. That people are going to work every day, so they jump in their car, drive to work. More miles traveled means more car washes, mm-hmm. and that means it's good business for Goldmark, and most good business for other hydro systems when it comes to the car wash side. So we're really bullish about the car wash side as well. And finally, farm, where we sell products, we're really excited about what the farm is bringing to hydro systems in terms of more convolution product sales because more people are adding to the glow every day. We have a growing middle class in China as well. As people want protein, that's good for farms to produce more chicken and pigs and chickens, for example. Sure. That means that we sell more products to support that too. So we're, we're really bullish about 2022, 2022 and beyond, but Everybody is a little challenged with the labor side as well as with the supply chain side too. Yeah, I, I'm kind of a same boat as you. I, I think it's going to be a lot longer than what most people would anticipate this thing coming to a close. But that's okay. With cha- Every time there's a challenge, there's always a, a way to think outside the box going back to that, right? So. Right. Well, we're going to about just get out of here, and I know that if there's any other information that you guys want to listen to or you want to know about, you can go visit the Hydro Systems website. They got a lot of information there in regards to support. There's troubleshooting. I've seen things that you can download, calculators on the website. There's over 40, 50 videos on YouTube that you guys have, so a wealth of knowledge that you guys put out there to help. Absolutely. We made a concerted effort to make a lot of our traditional paper information digital. So that digitalization effort's definitely shown on our website. So if you happen to have any further need to look at our products, we usually have, for anything that's new, for example, a video to go along with the product introduction. So we have a traditional data sheet, but also a video that shows how the product's used and potentially made feed to it. That's wonderful. Well, I, I tell you what, I think everyone here today that's listening got a bachelor's degree in chemical dilution. That's my thoughts on this, Scott. So uh, I appreciate you a lot for coming on the show and sharing all your knowledge and, and uh, a lot of things to watch out for in 2022. Final question for you, buddy. I know your uh, NCAA bracket got busted really early, but we were in the final four. So I want you to give everyone your thoughts on who wins the championship. Yeah, unfortunately, my alma mater, Michigan State, they lost uh, <laughs> in the second round. My choice, I didn't make it to the final four. But in honesty, as many times as Tom Izzo's lost to uh, Krzyzewski through the years, it would be nice to see Krzyzewski go out on a high note by winning a championship. He's been one of the best coaches in all sports in general. So seeing him leave on a high note, I think that would be good for not only professional for college sports, but also all sports in general. It'd almost be like fitting for him to leave with a championship. You know what I mean? And I don't, and I don't think anyone would disagree with your thoughts on that at all. So, again, thanks, Scott, for, for being on the show. And everyone, we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you, Drew.